0: Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be team welcome back to another episode today we've got double the fun we've got a client success session we've got the wonderful sarah and becky who are some of my longest standing clients all the way from back in lockdown when we were working out in our living room we've brought them in today and i'm just buzzing for a chat just to see where they're at so without further ado listen up take note and these are two more people that i'm just insanely proud of So guys, you're here, you're in, you're sat in for the podcast, you're both giggling away, you just told me about your bacon, but and I am buzzing to have you both here, alright? First things first, how are you feeling about doing this podcast?
1: Hey, it's interesting just to think back about the journey that we've had, really, and I suppose it just gives you an opportunity to just take stock of where we are, so quite excited. Nervous, <laughs> as
0: well.
2: Yeah. But yeah, it's a nice, nice opportunity to chat and talk about the journey we've been on
0: so far. It is and it's your platform to, like I said to you before, big yourself up, which no one likes doing, but unfortunately you're here now and, and you're gonna do it and you're gonna be really proud of your efforts. So for anyone listening, just tell us a bit about who you are and where you were even before the Confidence Project, because you are two of pretty much the longest standing clients way back in lockdown. Thinking back to that time, who are you and what's life like for you? Um, a
2: busy mum with two young children, no time for myself. Diet was not great. Um, yeah, just not, not a great point. And, um, after lockdown, something had to change there. Um, and it were about prioritising me and it, it came to a point where I had to prioritise myself rather than it being, you know, a luxury. It was a necessity to be able to, Look after my girls. Look after myself. Run the family. Do do everything, and it had to come to a point where I came first for once.
1: Yeah, and so very similar like that. Really, I had just come off maternity leave lockdown had been on um and actually i'm really fortunate that both sarah and i have been on this journey together uh, so there's been two of us um, but we saw a photo of each other and um over christmas and we looked absolutely huge tucking into this food um, and i think both of us together sort of committed to sort of say we have to change something um, and we've been doing it together so probably now for the last three years mm-hmm. um, you know very similar to sarah uh, I have two young kids, um, busy job, busy life, um, and it was about trying to take stock for me, lose some weight, get fit. You know, I was walking up the stairs at work and was practically out of breath by the time I got to the top of the stairs, um, and it was just a time to sort of say something needed to take time for myself uh, to improve my body and improve my health more than anything. It
2: came quite quickly as well, didn't it? Because that was December 2020. Um, couple of days before New Year's Eve tucking into that big cheese feast and um, yeah it, we were both quite shocked weren't we and we made a pact that come January um, we'd would do something about it and we did a couple of weeks into the new year we got cracking didn't we
0: yeah
1: and actually it's not just being a January New Year's resolution we've stuck to it and three yeah. years later we're still here it's, and, and it's doing brilliant. it together
0: yeah, yeah yeah, exactly that and I think you are really painting that picture for people of you know, classic Christmas. Well, you know, celebrations are out, the camembert's out, you're having a good time. <laughs> and it's like, oh, Christ, what now? And so when we started, obviously, we were sort of pretty much in lockdown, weren't we? Now we've sat here, we've been here, like I say, pretty much three years, just shy. We've crushed it, we've done all sorts. But that initial sort of Zoom call in your living room, bedroom, wherever you were, with little or no equipment. How were the first few weeks for you? Was exercise something that was completely alien to you? Had you exercised before? Had you even like considered a trainer before? Because it was completely different, wasn't it, in lockdown, and, like I say, if you think about what we're doing now. But those initial few weeks, how was it for you? Was it a big like shock to you?
1: Um, yeah, well, I did quite a lot of exercise and was probably quite a sporty kid when I was at school and into my teens. But then, in reality, everything just stopped. Um, so to be able to commit to something like this, I've I've never really been someone who's been to the gym, and I never really went or somebody who went running, um, so it was a real major shock to get into get into it. Um, but actually, I absolutely loved it, and yeah, we did do it for the, probably the first six months in his front room lifting weights, and you know at one point I remember my son waking up and he would join in too, um, and that were that were all fun. Um, and then fast forward to being in the gym and, you know, it's completely different and the confidence in terms of the equipment and exercises we do do is just massive, really.
2: Mm. Yeah, definitely. To totally agree with what you said there. Um, yeah, come, we've come a long way, you know, from front room and I didn't really know what to expect. I'd probably say I was the opposite of Becky, so not a very sporty child, but then you know, once I got to sort of 16, 17 or probably earlier, went to the gym, went swimming and I did all that but it stopped once I probably became a mum because there just was that lack of time um, so didn't really know what to expect when we start this in the January because I didn't want it to be a oh well January's here, sign up to the gym and then it just sort of trails off after a few weeks You you sort of lose that enthusiasm and the the time you don't make for yourself. It's so easy to say, I'm not going to go tonight, I'm tired. You know, there's always an excuse, but never considered before having a trainer. Um, But I think that's what sort of kept me personally going, you know, the commitment and not wanting to let myself down, but also not wanting to let Becky down because we're in joint sessions, not wanting to let Liam down and, we've been really consistent for,
0: for three years now. You have been so consistent. I think consistency wins. And I think, what, well, you know, since January 2020, 2021, I've seen you two, three times a week, albeit a few holidays here and there, for like I said, two and a half years now. And the growth we've seen is pretty incredible. So like I said, for six months, we were sort of in our living rooms doing X, Y, and Z. How did you find the transition coming into a gym? Obviously, if we've been in the gym before or we haven't, but it's, you know, it's a private gym. There's equipment you may or may not have used before. You know, I remember that first session. Where we were on the ropes. We were slamming balls around. We were lifting weight. How did that compare to your, you know, your two kilograms when you were squatting at home to now squatting a hundred kilograms, for instance? How's the change been for you? Um. Yeah. It
2: was quite alien. Um. I remember being quite nervous actually coming in. To your gym and, and meeting you as well yeah. <laughs> you know we'd only ever seen each other over a zoom call which were just bizarre felt like we knew, knew you really well but yeah to come into your gym and it, it was strange because i didn't know what to expect but it was also quite nice because i find gyms quite intimidating so to come here and just have yourself and becky it was reassuring and just felt quite at home straight away and it was nice to transition from little one kilo weights and tricep dipping on your sofa, um, to actually use proper equipment. It's, you know, I've gone to a place where I didn't think I'd go to in terms of, you know, the heavy lifting and, and the different equipment. It's, yeah, to say I was quite nervous about it and had reservations, I'd quite happily continue the Zoom calls, but once we got here, just loved it and we've just gone from strength to strength, I think, in the gym, haven't we?
1: Yeah, I completely agree with that. And actually for me, I really enjoy coming here. It was great doing it at home. We didn't really have another option. But to come away and somewhere where it's just your personal space, not in your house, not with your children, not going to get interrupted, uh, I think that's really important for me. And actually I love doing all the big exercises. I love um, the way that you push us with the, with the exercises uh, and you get to do different and new things. And for me, that's just you know a fab part about it.
0: And you've both smashed it and like I so we've come a long, long way. Just going back to what you were saying, Sarah, about, you know, you may be a little bit nervous coming in, which I think everyone would be. Where did you think it would be, or what did you think would happen, you know, over the course of, you know, 6-12 months? Has it gone exactly how you wanted? Have you exceeded your own expectations? Have you done more, less? Where's that journey gone, and has it aligned with where you thought it would go, is what I'm really asking. Um, I
2: don't, I don't think I had any expectations or how it would go, you know, I've, I've never had to train it before, I've never used a private gym, I just, I didn't know where where it would go, but actually it's probably exceeded my expectations in terms of the exercises we're doing, the weight, you know, the weights we're lifting, there's some real big achievements going on and, you know, I didn't think that I would be capable of that, but it just shows, you know, what a journey we've been on and we, we've really built up to quite an incredible achievement, I think, really between us, haven't we? Um, you know, the weights that we are doing, the exercises, yeah, it's, it's probably exceeded what I expected and, and wanted.
0: I Amazing. Mean, and I think that's, again, give yourself a pat on the back because at the end of the day, you are the ones who have to do it. You have to show up twice a week. You are the ones who have to lift the heavy weights. I always say, I'll, I'll just stand and watch and you guys, just, you guys just do it and you've done just that. And it has been a real big journey. So, obviously, we were together in, you know, Zoom, and that was, you know, Liam Swell's personal training. And then in June 2022, we changed tactics and we unrolled the Confidence Project, which brings us to the present day. For anyone listening, thinking back to the journey that you sort of created for yourselves and pictures you what impact has your journey had on your life now? Like, you know, lifting the heavy weights. What's that done for you now? What's that done for your confidence, your headspace? Like, are we feeling on top of the world? Are we feeling like... Hungry for more. Has that impacted your life outside of the gym? As a parent, at work, energy. You know what you've achieved in here. How does it translate to out in the big wide world?
1: I think it's just the fact that it's given time for me. Uh, I think the exercise brings for me a huge um, mental health benefit. Uh, you know, I really feel good every time I leave the gym. And um, even if you haven't done so well from a fitness perspective, just the fact that you've had an hour to yourself. Um, I that's a huge part of it for me. Um, you know I am a person who probably always wants to strive to be the best and set myself quite high goals and um, and there are times with a confidence project because we're a huge group sometimes you see my, I see somebody doing something different or better than you and and it, it generally spurs you on and you see that and other times you do almost sometimes pit yourself against people and that's wrong and you, you know we're all in our, our own journeys and you know there's a huge group effort and people bring each other along sometimes and I think that's been a real learning for me which has kind of you know been really important I suppose. Yeah
2: I totally echo what you say there coming here and you know the Confidence Project is, it's about having time for yourself and yes yeah, it's, it's affected me across the board definitely you know because of the headspace that i'm in when i leave here it like becky said it doesn't have to be about how well we've done in in this session but you know i can go home and i'm a much happier person because i've had that hour away from the kids home life whatever it's just that you know that separate space um and it is like a little community as well um everybody is On their own journey, but we are ultimately all in it together, and yeah, you do see people doing better than you, but actually, it's like, oh, well, good on them, good for them. Look at what they're achieving, and just sometimes spur yourself on to, to do more for yourself. You know, set goals, maybe run-I don't know-set yourself a, a running achieve, a running target, or tough mudder, things like that. Yeah, it's, you see others, and you think, I oh, will push myself to do
1: more yeah and be a part of it as a team yeah
2: definitely
0: which yeah. is the main aim and, yeah. and, but again that comes from you guys leading in and, and being an integral part of that you know it wouldn't be what it is without the community without the people in it for sure and I think obviously it's very easy to feel like um, you can compare yourself to others and to almost maybe self-sabotage is the best way of talking mm-hmm. if someone, you know, if someone's done a faster run than me well you know you question yourself but actually I'm hoping that it has the opposite effects, and you're like, oh, well, if they've done that, then that spurred me on to be better, to go faster, to go further. And then it comes down to our ethos of A wanting to enjoy the process, but B we can go further actually when we go together. And what started as individual journeys, and you know, everyone's their own person, we're actually doing this together and we're trying to better ourselves in the best way possible, yeah.
1: And, and interestingly, when I've had to probably over, over the period of time, um. I've had two experiences which haven't been fantastic and I've shared with the group and the response and the support I've got through the group in that scenario has been absolutely overwhelming mm-hmm. and really brought me back up and, you know, that that's massive to think these are people that you don't know particularly well but, yeah, are absolutely in your corner and prepared to, to offer you that support when you need it the most. Huge.
0: Mega. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What, you know, like
2: you say, when it's quite a, a negative thing that's happened, there's always somebody that's, that's you know, everybody comes together, and that support is just phenomenal in something like this. Everybody has got everybody's back, and I don't think you'd get that anywhere else, really. To be honest.
0: You can be right, warm fuzzy feeling, you <laughs> <Nice feeling. laughs> With all that said, then, what are you most proud of over the yes, the conference project, but I guess the last two and a half three years, like we say, the present day, Becky and Sarah, we've crushed it. What stands out to you the most has been like, wow, I can't believe I've done that. Oh, I can't believe
1: I've achieved X. Um, For me, I never saw myself as a runner. Um, I probably still don't, but I've done now two competitive t- two. 10 k's and that's a huge achievement i'd never thought i'd want to do it never learned, never mind actually do it as part of some groups and, and do it well so that's huge and the two tough mudders you know absolutely loved them um and i had had a great experience doing that and that absolutely really challenges you and you know when you talk to your friends or even people you work with they can't quite believe that that's what we're doing um but we are, and we're doing it really well, and huge achievement, really. You're smashing it. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, definitely. We really, with Becky on that, you know, setting yourself targets and doing things that you'd never, you couldn't even dream of before joining this, you know. Like Becky said about the whole running thing, you know. Sometimes I've gone out for four runs a week. Well, I don't see myself as a runner, but actually I am a runner. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm doing it, so I must be. Um, but yeah, to, you know, the Tough Mudders, the 10Ks that we've done, just constantly striving to do more. And, and it's because you know everybody's doing it, we're all in it together. And it's sort of the encouragement to do these competitive things that I wouldn't have dreamed of doing before, you know, you just think, well, if, if they can, I can. Why, why can't I do it? Um, and it, it's a team effort at the end of the day. But um, I think, more importantly, it's sort of made me a really well-rounded person in terms of mentally, fitness, strength. You know, I can play with the kids. I'm not out of breath. I can lug them around, both of them at the same time. I'm a happier person. You know, and actually, the consistency that I've given it in terms of, I've not sacked off the gym after a few months because I'm bored or I have you know, can't find time for myself anymore, I've stuck to it because I'm enjoying it and I've actually seen the impact it's had on, on my life and I like it, so yeah, why stop something that's having that impact?
1: And one other huge thing for me, I, I used to always struggle with my neck, particularly both through both my pregnancies, I had a load of issues with my neck and my shoulder, um, and that because of my entire body strength and the way that we've kind of increased muscle, actually and it just very rarely have those issues anymore, um, so, and that's changed my life massively because that used to limit me doing certain things, and, and now it doesn't.
0: Brilliant, and uh, you know, we, we are strong, but not just weight strong, so like I say, if can carry the kids a little bit better, carry ourselves a little bit better then it's great. And you both mentioned these events that we've done, the running, the Tough Mudder and stuff. And I do think back to that first run that we did, where I'm not sure if we were even in here or not at the time, but we'd gone out and I think we'd covered maybe two mile or something. And I remember Sarah particularly quite nervous about it. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, for a week beforehand, I was petrified. <laughs> Honestly, every, every minute of every day, I was bred doing that run. It was awful and I made it to something huge in my head. I was dreading it, but yeah, we, we went out and really surprised ourselves with what we managed to achieve with that one. And you smashed it. And to think now we'll happily go out and do a 10K organised event is a bit mental. It is.
0: And you know, like you say, Tough mother. you know, that's 10, 10 mile, there's there's a lot that goes on. And and I like to live by something, and you can all this if you want, but I you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. And there's growth on the other side of that. So, Coming into like let's use Tough Mudder as an example, I think it's a really good event for people to do because it instills confidence. You go out of your comfort zone, you, you might have to face heights, underwater. the list goes on. Mm-hmm. How do you compare yourself to that, before that event, to athlete? Have you surprised yourself and done things that you once thought you'd do, like the heights, for instance? How has that changed you as a person? Like Because you haven't just gone from, like I say, running, or not running, you know, two miles, squatting in our living room to doing Tough Mudders, which you know, it's known it's as one of the world's toughest obstacle courses. It's a lot to do. Yes, that's gonna come with nerves, but how that changed you?
2: Yeah, 100% that the fears that we've had to face in something like Tough Mudder is mad. I remember the, fir- the very first one that we did um, summer of 2022 and the cage crawl It just absolutely got me. I I was just, yeah, absolutely petrified of getting in the water, on my back, with a cage on top of me, and yeah, I was absolutely frozen in fear. Um, and I remember um, the other Becky in our group, and she said, I'll go next to you, I don't like this either, let's do it next to each other, and we did it together, and whilst I was petrified, Having somebody next to me, you know, spurring me on and saying, you know, almost holding my hand through something that I almost didn't do got me through it. Um, and again this year when we did the, the tough mudder this year, just facing your fears and heights and things like that. And actually, interestingly, this year I probably did the Becky and I helped somebody overcome their fears um in this year's Tough Mudder. So even though I did not particularly like the obstacle myself, I could see they were petrified and it, it was a great distraction for me, helping them. Um, and we just came out as a team and we just smashed so many fears between us. It was just all elated at the end, such an achievement.
1: Yeah, for me, just a huge sense of pride, really, and um, self-belief. So you come out of it knowing that actually you can do things. We're very capable individuals. Um, and probably can do more than, than we anticipated. Um, and I think that just sort of then transits into the rest of your life.
0: What's been your toughest challenge you've faced, whether that's tough mother or not, you know, across these three years? And again, how's that shaped you? Have you managed to bounce back from it? Has it been, you know, something in the gym? Has it been a run? Has it been something out of the health and fitness, you know, setup? But if there's anything that you can sort of think back to and think, oh, that were a challenge, but. I might have to bounce back by doing X or, or you know, I, I, the team pulled me through or anything like that, you know, is there anything that sticks out to
1: you? I suppose for me, because the fact that we've only been doing this three years, you know, you do go through peaks and troughs, it isn't all just shiny and, shiny and nice and dancing, is it? Um, you know, and we, I went through a, a period probably last this time last year where life was particularly tough at home, uh, I was getting really frustrated with my work, because I put my weight on, I wasn't doing enough for myself. And then you do question, well, why am I even coming here? Because it's not making a difference. Well, it is making a huge amount of difference, but you get yourself in that mindset. So, you know, I suppose it's just realising that everything's just not going to go plain sailing all the time that you're doing this, um, but working even harder and digging in to make sure you come out the other side and, and kind of continue your journey, really.
2: Mm, I think um, just really the the fact that, the consistency again, you know, the, the biggest thing is probably juggling everything. It would be easier to, to stop doing this, you know, with home life, with work, everything. Everybody's got a lot going on. But for me, you know, this has to take priority because for me to succeed in everything else that I'm doing, I need to be the best that I can be. And by coming here being part of the Confidence Project, that is what's helping me be the best and that's having a massive impact on being a wife, being a mum, running a house, doing my job, Every, it has a massive impact on everything, so to juggle all of that is probably the biggest achievement and to continue doing that.
0: Huge. How would you say the Confidence Project, and I know again if you've never had a trainer in the past it's quite hard to answer, but I, I think if you were to go to 100 different trainers, coaches, you would get 100 different results. But how would you say the confidence project differs from just a normal PT, even thinking back to what we maybe once did where you, know, you were just one of many clients really and, and everyone had a different goal. But where would you say the differentiation is, if, you know, if any in your eyes or from your experience?
1: I think just the level of support really and the challenge not just about your um, physical capabilities but just around how you are in terms of your purpose, how you are in terms of a person and you know we talk about generally how you're doing in life. Um, and what else we can do to make you a better person? Um, so it isn't just about the physical physical elements, um, and I think that's why when we're sat here talking about sat here talking about mental health, we're sat here talking about being better people as mums. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that's what it brings into totality, really. Yeah,
2: I would one hundred percent echo that. You know, I I've had a personal trainer before in a gym and. The difference is unbelievable. The support that we get here is, it doesn't compare to anything else. You know, you go to a gym, you see a personal trainer for an hour, you do X, Y, Z, and go, right, see you next week. And that's it, next week. You know, whereas this, it's the support network, you know, be it the, the WhatsApp group, what, whatever we've got going on, the social events, you know, you can reach out to pretty much anybody. Um, or yourself Liam and you know you're always checking in with everybody you know you'll drop us a message how are you today any aches and pains any of this that, you're always there it's not a see you next week you're always there in the background whenever we want you or you'll be the first to contact us I think it's just different to anything like I've ever known
0: definitely
1: and also setting us challenges as well and being really quite challenging so not just supportive but being yeah. challenging throughout the way
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, with with challenges, there's there's growth, of course there is. And you've done a lot of challenges, like we've said, the running, the tough mudders, you know, for pretty much three years, to be fair to you guys. What's the future? I mean, start for you both. Where would you start? If you were to do another three years, let's say, what would you like to have achieved? Is it now simply just keep doing what I'm doing? Is it, I would like to actually, you know, run further, do more, look a different way? Like, is there anything that sticks out to you that you haven't achieved yet or that you want maybe a little
1: bit more of? For me, my number one is I am going to do a pull-up at some point in my life. (laughs) It it will happen. Not sure when, but it will. (laughs) Another
2: three years.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Um, Keep doing what we're doing. Keep up this level of fitness. You know, I I do also have to um, balance my life, but potentially I do want to lose some more weight from my middle. Um, Whilst my body shape has improved tons, I still have a a way to go and where I want to go. Um, But, yeah, just keep continuing the levels of fitness is kind of what I'm looking from it.
2: Mm, Yeah, agree, 100%. Just continue growing and striving to do more, consistency, um, perhaps a little half marathon in the not-too-distant future. So hold me to that. It goes on Spotify, Sarah,
0: uh, <laughs> So the, the world knows. We've got listeners in the Netherlands. I'm telling you, everyone knows now. Yeah.
2: Just, just striving to do, to do more. Um, you know, if in another three years' time I've achieved as much as I have in the three years to now, or nearly three years, then yeah, the sky's the limit, really. Yeah.
0: Of course it is, I and mean, there's never necessarily a finished article. It's right. What's, what's next? How do we grow further? Because, you know, with new, new levels, as the world has said, there's new devils, there's new challenges. And it's just, you know, you keep eyes into it and then you look back and think, oh, look how far I have really, really come. And which is very, very far. What's been your favourite memory of the last three years? Again, whether that's in the gym, certain, you know, weight that you've lifted. Is it an event that we've done? Is it fitness, non-fitness related? But what sticks out to you was like, you know what, that brings a smile to my face.
2: I think tough mudder, you know, as as difficult as it is and it is really I mean sometimes me and Becky will say, Oh, you know, what have we done the weekend? Oh we did tough mudder and people's faces drop and like, are you joking? You did that. And we're like, Yeah. The the mud mile, it has to be in, in both tough mudders that we've done. Just the slipping, the sliding, being in mud, up teaching, laughing with people around you, people losing shoes. You know, some people are going under the bud, just hilarious. To think back, ah, it always brings a smile to my face as that. Just so enjoyable, so challenging but so enjoyable.
1: Um I suppose for me I've absolutely loved all the events. The inflatable five K was pretty um hilarious as well. Absolutely love that. Um but I think it's been pretty special that both Sarah and I have done it together mm-hmm. in the sense that actually whilst the community, uh, the confidence project is a community. Actually, Sarah and I have been in a partnership all the way through this, and have offered each other huge amounts of support. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's just massive, really.
2: We've had some highs, we've had some lows. Yeah, we have laughs. We take the mick out of each other. Yeah, every every session of ours is is different. It's la- it's a laugh, and yeah, if somebody's having a, a bad day, the other one will pull them up and carry on.
0: Absolutely. The teamwork makes the dream work, I've heard, and we've got the very best team, absolutely. So it's worth mentioning because, like, if someone comes in here, I'm, I want to work on your terms, I want this to be, you know, it's your journey, it's your process, it's your sessions. I'm, I'm, I'll say this loosely, I don't want to make you do anything you, you don't want to do, sort of thing, within yeah. within, within reason. <laughs> but it's worth mentioning that both of you are on Slimming World, and someone listening to this might think, well, what's that about why Why they're not, counting calories, why have they not got a set diet plan, but actually I think it's really important that you do what works best for you. So can you just tell us a little bit more about why Slimming World works for you and how that almost, I guess makes you feel knowing that rather than me berating you for saying what you're doing, it's actually, we've got an arm around the shoulder and I'm happy for you to do that, so you're happy almost, but has Slimming World worked for you, do you prefer it, you know, like where's your head at with that as your facilitator for your nutrition?
1: For me personally, while I've always been really committed in here and we've got loads healthier, I've always struggled trying to maintain my um, a weight a little bit. And you know, we have really enjoyable social lives. Uh, I'll probably speak on behalf of me and Sarah that we, you know, no. we, we we do drink a fair amount. Like, oh, yeah, no. and whilst that and whilst no. that being to keep that in check, I personally do need to follow quite a strict. Um, plan and actually in terms of slimming world uh, we only joined not recently and I'm doing okay but probably need to tune in further but I feel that just adds um a better framework for me to work for really and where I've seen results with it in the past um and and that's kind of why I've joined
2: Mm. yeah I think that's one of the things again a credit to you Liam because you're not your typical personal trainer going well why on earth have you joined a slimming group you know why are you not just working hard in right here you appreciate that it's about what works for us as individuals and you know same as beckett we have we do enjoy a good social life whether it be with our children and friends or going out and yeah we work hard and we like to play hard when we do get to play out we want a nice glass of wine off for you and you know to to age that, the, the food has to be consistent, and you know, Slim World is a plan that me and Becky find really easy to stick to. Um, you know, it's more about, you know, variety, you know, having a good variety on your plate, it's a balance, it's not counting points as such. I've never been a good calorie counter because I find it, you know, quite time consuming, but I know Slim World, I know it so well that. I pretty much can knock up a meal and know that it's it's good. Yeah, it, you know it's the good stuff. It's going to be pretty much free, and by having that, I'll end off the wine in the evening. And for me, that that's what it's about. It's still enjoying life, uh, you know, life for living into it, and Sudden World complements the confidence project that mm-hmm. the, the workouts that I do. They go hand in hand. They're not separate. They're working together and whilst I'm here building my strength, changing my body shape and getting stronger, Slimmer World complements that in terms of the food. It's, it's not about eating a lettuce every day, it's great food that enables me to come here and have a good workout, because I'm re- eating the right stuff.
0: Absolutely, and I think that's, I think it's the accountability first and foremost, isn't it, in terms of your food and what works best for you, and, and that's absolutely fine by me, but also, the relationship you create with food because it's no good me saying right guys you've got to either have this to eat for breakfast lunch and tea or eat this many calories because you'll end up resenting your food it'll probably lead to quite an all or nothing approach and what we really want is the consistency it's almost this 80 20 rule how that is shaped for you doesn't really matter to me in the best way possible do what you want whatever works best for you and if you need help with your food i'm here for you but at the moment we're on it and we're cracking the code and i think it's really really good and again, we now sat here thinking back to what we've achieved. And you know, just take a moment, like, right, we can squat, what, close to 100 kilograms? We can deadlift over 100 kilograms? We can run uh, 10 plus miles. We might be running half marathons. We can ski as fast as we want to ski on that ski machine. There's a lot that you've done and achieved. So just taking this moment of reflection, how does it make you feel now sitting here doing a client success session or episode, I'm thinking over your three years?
1: really incredibly proud and I think over particularly the last two months um, I've seen huge differences in the weights that we're able to lift in here Um, and some of the PBs that we're getting at the moment. The progression we're seeing week on week is massive Um, and just really quite proud of myself and in a really good place around what we're doing and why we're doing it. Yeah, absolute pride
2: in myself and Becky. The journey that we've been on, it's Not being an easy one, but to sit here today and be doing this and actually look at our achievements over the past few years, it's quite incredible, really. Anybody can do this. I certainly didn't think I'd be sat here today talking about what we've done, the runs, the tough mudders, the weights we can lift. You know, I never thought I'd be able to achieve that, but yeah, here we are. And yeah, we should celebrate that because, you know, we are busy. We've got busy lives. We're mums. We're juggling everything busy jobs. There's no reason why we can't do this as well. It's, it's vital for every other part of our lives.
0: Of course it is. Of course it is. And again, like, you know, just when you leave here, just have that smile on your face and be like, yeah, look what I've done. <laughs> um, what would you say to anybody who's sat on the fence about joining the Confidence Project based on, you know, your experience? If they were like, mm, I don't know if it's for me, how would you be able to twist around based on what you've achieved?
2: just want to say give it give it a go i I can't see why anybody would not enjoy the process and that is what it's about to you know if you want to sort of step back a little bit and not take up the social side and just sort of stand on the sidelines you can do that everybody's on their own journey but you can be as involved as you want so anybody who would be on the fence yeah i would say go for it I can't understand why
1: anybody wouldn't wouldn't embrace it. Yeah, and it requires a bit of investment in time. It requires, you know, investment in money. Um, But certainly from my point of view, it is absolutely worth it. Um, It keeps me going. It is absolutely a part of my life now, week in, week out. Um, And I I just think the difference I've seen, I'm a a different person as a reality of being here. Um, And I would encourage everybody to give it a go because it's a really friendly, supportive group of people.
2: Mm. and just touching on the money thing actually quite a few people whilst I've been on this journey um, have said to me why do you spend so much money on a personal trainer um, when you can just join the gym and it is absolutely invaluable the money doesn't, yes it is a lot of money but actually I think for what we get it is invaluable, you cannot get anything like it and it's not having a personal trainer or it's not like going
1: to the gym yeah it's not a gym ex- so, it's not a gym oh. session it's an absolute experience in it that you can't get many places else 100 percent.
0: yeah okay. and if anyone could listen to that last 30 seconds and take anything from this podcast it, it would be that um so you're nearly there you nearly made it through this podcast episode we've done really really well but i just want to finish it on like again thinking back to what you've done what you've achieved what has been your biggest takeaway? And just sort of like an extra bonus to that is, is there anything else that you maybe want to leave anyone listening with? You know, any last note of, you know, based on your experience, advice, inspiration, what you've taken from it and what they could maybe take from the, a process? Because you're right, it's not an investment in a gym membership, uh, a slimming world, uh, just a high-end by PT. It's an investment in yourself. So, over the last three years, what's been your biggest, biggest takeaway? And is there anything else you want to add to that?
2: This your last question? I think I would just say believe in yourself. Definitely. Because I've done things that I never imagined I'd be able to do. Um, yeah. But have belief in yourself. Probably do more than you're capable. Or you think you're capable of.
1: And for me, I think Sarah's touched on this quite a lot. Um, just mentioned my daughter's name there. I'm definitely sat next to Sarah. Um. <laughs> But actually, it's really important that you do give time to yourself. And a lot of this is about self reflection, um, you know, trying to improve yourself. And the importance that, of that is towards, you know, improving your life. And I think this process really allows that.
0: Guys, you made it to your podcast. How are you feeling?
1: Really enjoyed it. For real. loved it. You yeah. yeah. It. It's been good fun.
0: Good job.